0: Hello, hello. Welcome to this bonus episode of the Social Dentist Podcast. Actually, this episode is one that I've recorded before. You may or may not have heard it, but I want you to hear it again, even if you've already heard it. In fact... In the next couple days or so, I will be releasing a few episodes similar to this one, ones that have been recorded before, and even if you have already heard them, I highly encourage you to listen to them again, because you will pick up something new that you didn't the first time, and it can really help you out. Recently, I've been seeing so many questions in my DMs about Instagram and Instagram growth and getting patients from the platform, and I want to address those questions by re-releasing this, these episodes. I think they're very valuable. I think they will really answer some of your questions. I think that they were really great episodes, and I think they'll be really helpful. Again, even if you've heard them, listen to them again. I also want to note that on October 15th and through that weekend, so October October 16th and 17th, I will be hosting a live masterclass called Insta Patients, and I will be welcoming many of you into my Grow With Graham program. And if you join me live on the masterclass, you will get some added bonuses when you join. These bonuses are only available when I am doing these live masterclasses. So if you have been considering joining, but haven't yet taken the opportunity to do so, then make sure to sign up for my free masterclass by going to dr. slash insta And I will also link it in the show notes for you on the masterclass. We're going to be talking about the ways that you can turn Instagram into a dependable stream of high quality patients. So make sure to go there and com slash instapatients and make sure to show up live for the masterclass so you get all the bonuses that I offer there. Now let's get into today's episode. Today we're going to be talking about how to find your dream patient on social media. So I've talked about creating your dream patient before, like creating the person, basically your ideal patient. I have a couple episodes on that. Um, so in this episode, it's going to be a little bit different. So stick with me. Some of the ideas may overlap, but I'm going to teach you how to actually find that person to find that ideal patient. So I have a question for you. Have you taken the time to sit down and create a profile of your ideal patient? That's a real question. Do you have any idea who your business caters to? I'm really big on this because when you know who your business caters to, you will know how to market to that person. You must be able to see, identify, and know who your business is for. Because if you don't, even if you have a video that goes viral on social, you'll be held back in your marketing efforts. It's very often that I see other healthcare professionals marketing on social, but they have no idea who their business is for because they're they're trying to cater to everyone. That's, that's the truth. They don't know who their business actually caters to. Now, if you're in my growth, the gram program, you know how big I am on this and everyone inside the program knows exactly who they're marketing to. That's one huge reason why people inside the program get such great results, because if you're in the program, I want you to go to the lesson and do those two exercises I tell you about. It will help you tremendously, but people inside the program get such great results because they know exactly who their dream patient is. And like I mentioned earlier, I have an episode all about your ideal patient. So if you're not in the program and you haven't heard that episode, go back and listen, because I go over some specifics you should look for, and I'm going to link that in the show notes for you. Overall, you have to understand who your business caters to. And if you've stuck with me for a while, you'll know that I will say that your business does not and won't and can't cater to everyone. I know you believe your services truly can help everyone, but I really want you to just focus on one person. One big thing I want you to focus on is who you want to be working with. Is it someone in their 30s? Is it someone in their 50s? The reason that it's so important is that you're going to be speaking to each person completely differently. So let's say you are a physical therapist whose ideal patient is in their 30s. That person may be going through things like pregnancy. They may be exercising a lot or just the way that their life is, is completely different than someone who is in their 50s. Someone in their 50s may have more chronic issues than someone in their 30s. Someone in their 50s isn't dealing with the same struggles that a 30 year old is the way that you speak to that person changes completely depending on their pressure points. So that is why you and I can have the same exact business. We can do the same exact procedures or offer the same exact services, and we can both be totally successful at it. It's because our ideal patients, our dream patients are completely different. When you're out there creating content for social media, I want your branding and your marketing to become the solution for your ideal patients. The only way this happens is if you speak to their language and highlight their pressure points and show them that you specifically, you are the solution. You and your team are the solution. So let's talk about where you find your ideal patients. Now I know many of you are going to say, well, my ideal patient is in their fifties and people in their fifties aren't on Instagram. So I just have to tell you that they are, I'm actually going to do an entire podcast episode on this topic in the future, but I get tons of patients in their fifties that find me on Instagram, either they find me themselves or their kids find me and refer them to me. I recently had someone send me a DM on Instagram that said that she loved me and all my work. And she told me that she's old enough to be my grandmother, people in their fifties and people that are older than 50 and their sixties and so on. Are definitely on Instagram. They're on Facebook. They're even finding their way on TikTok. And I actually laugh every time I follow this um, mom on TikTok, and she always hashtags like um, moms of TikTok over 40 or something like that. And she has the funniest videos. So I'm telling you, people, uh, the older generation is on there. So, how do you find these dream patients? I'm going to give you tips for Instagram because that is my favorite platform. I also want to note that if you're in my Grow With The Grand program, go to the bonus that is called your first or next 500 to 1,000 quality followers and watch that training. And it will literally teach you how to find your dream patients step by step by step. If you're not in the program, I'm going to give you some great tips here. So Instagram hashtags is a great way to find out where your dream patients are. You have to do some research and development with this. So look up hashtags of where your ideal patient is actually hanging out. You can find out where your ideal patient is hanging out and then go see what they're doing. So where else are they hanging out? Look at their profile, see what they like see what they are interested in. What types of things are they posting? All those types of things. Spend a little bit of time doing some research and development, spend the time up front so that your efforts on social can get seen. So what does this look like? So for example, I look up hashtags of where my ideal patients are hanging out, which might be whole foods across the street from my office. So whole foods, Newport beach, and I'll go see what people are doing. And then from there, I'll click on people's profiles and see what, what else they're doing, where else they're shopping, where else they're checking into, and then I'll go hang out in all those areas. Does that make sense? The beautiful thing is that most of you listening to this already have an idea of who your ideal patient is and their pain points and what they want because you have already had patients that you've been treating, you know who you liked working with, you know the procedures that you want to do, and you know basically what the patients felt like or needed before they had treatment with you and then how they felt after. So you're already ahead of the game. Think about the patients you really enjoyed working with and the procedures you really like doing And then think about what your patients said during their consults or during their treatment with you. That's why I always say when healthcare professionals come to me and they're like, can I really make this work? And I'm like, yes, you are so far ahead of the game, even if you haven't started yet, because you already know so much about where you want to go and what you want to do. You're not trying to figure it out. You're already ahead of the game. And yeah, you're going to have to figure some things out and tweak some things here and there, but you're so far ahead. So again, think about the patients you've worked with. What did they struggle with? What were they unhappy about? What did they actually want? And what did they need? What they want is completely different than what they need. So you must know their pain points so that you can offer solutions to resolve them. You must also know their pleasure points, know what people want more of so that you can provide that for them. So for example, pleasure points in dentistry or medicine or whatever field you're in might seem hard to find, but it's not, you have to just dig a little, a pleasure point would be going to an office where you don't have to wait, going to an office where you aren't just a number on a chart. I remember I used to go to this office to get a facial. This is so ridiculous, but they had the best cookies there that when they would make them fresh daily for their customers. So every time I would go, I would eat one of the cookies and that was a pleasure point for me. It felt relaxing. It was the only time in my life. Well, once a month I would eat a cookie and it was there. And it was like a minute in my life where I felt like I was on vacation. (laughs) So although that sounds ridiculous, even when the girl that I worked with quit, I kept going to that office because of the cookie. No joke. So what kind of experience can you create for your patients where you can cater to their pleasure points? Maybe it's that they come in and every time they leave, they feel healthier. Maybe they feel better about themselves. They feel younger or whatever it is. What is your ideal patient's pleasure points? Once you can really hone in on that, your content can be up leveled like no other. I want you to remember that you have to be out there first, finding your ideal patient, especially when you're just starting out, looking up those hashtags of where they're going to be and where they're hanging out. I did this so much in the beginning and I still do it now. I know some of you will be confused, so I'm going to give you an example. There Again, there's a mall across the street from my office called Fashion Island. It's a beautiful outdoor mall. People bring their dogs. There's great shopping and food, and it's just a fun place to be. People go with their kids, and there's fountains, and they they put their kids around the fountains, and my ideal patients all hang out there. I actually always see patients of mine whenever I go there, which is total confirmation that my ideal patient hangs out there. So when I'm looking to see where my ideal patient is, I look up hashtags like Fashion Island Mall or Starbucks Fashion Island or Lululemon Fashion Island or like I mentioned before, Whole Foods Fashion Island. And I find those people. I do some research of what else they do, what they like, what they're posting, and I engage with them. And then I create content for them. You have to remember that people aren't waking up and jumping on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok and looking for their next dentist or therapist or dermatologist. Most people are jumping on social as a source of escape or motivation or inspiration. So you have to figure out what your ideal patient is looking up on Instagram or Facebook and where they're hanging out. And then you meet them there. Remember a a bunch of episodes back, I talked about how Instagram or social media in general is stumble upon marketing. So people stumble across your account and then they're kind of like, oh, I didn't realize I needed this, but this is exactly what I've been looking for, right? People stumble across your content. So there's also ways that you could get searched. And that's by using hashtags. And I talk about that later. And also, you know, if somebody finds out about you, they're probably going to go to social to see if you're on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. And they want to see what kind of content you have to decide if they feel connected to you, if they want to come to you. But overall, currently social media is really stumble upon marketing. So that's why you have to find your ideal patient, your dream patient, and then meet them where they are at and create content that addresses their pain points and their pleasure points. Now here's what happens over time, not right away, but over time, when you post your content, addressing those things, your content can get shared by other users. And then what happens is that person that shared your content with their friends, your content ends up getting seen by their network of people and people then stumble onto your account. And then your content will get them to take action. It will inspire them into action because you're speaking right to your patient. You want people sharing your content to people that didn't even know that you exist and people that don't even know that they need you until they stumble across your platform. But this only happens when you know who your dream patient is, you know where they hang out and you understand what they want, what they need and their pain and pleasure points. You have to understand all of those first. I also wanna mention that when someone shares your content, there's so much more trust. Like think about it, if you own a business and your friend is referring someone as an associate or an assistant or someone to work for you, you trust your friend, but a random person who just applies, you don't have as much trust in them, right? Like if it's an assistant position and your friend says, Hey, I have this really great assistant. I know I don't have space for them, but if you want, they're a really great person. And I see them doing really well in your business. You're like, Oh yeah. Come. But if it's someone you're just randomly hiring, you're kind of like, "Mm, I'm not really sure about this. Like let's take a couple more steps to see if you're the right fit, right? It's the same with social. When someone shares your content and gets received at a deeper level, because that person's community, those are friends of that person. And that friend is basically co-signing for you. Actually, this recently happened to me. So my friend sent me a photo of herself and she looks super toned. And I said, you look amazing. And she sends me this Instagram page of these two girls who have this program for daily exercise routines and meal plans. And I was not interested in finding anything like this. I'm very content with my meal plan and my workout routine. But when my friends sent it to me, I became so intrigued because I was like, wow, she looks so amazing. She's been doing this program and she has amazing results. And for her, she's been sending me updates. But like even at four weeks, I was like, wow, she looks amazing. And if I was going to sign up for anything like this, That would be the one I would sign up for because my friend who I trust is vouching for them and I'm seeing her results. She was vouching for them without even knowing just by sharing their content with me. And it's really funny because even though I haven't signed up yet, it's still on my mind. Like I'm still considering signing up for it. So real quick, because I know so many of you will ask what makes content shareable is tutorials, valuable info, good tips, motivational content, and so much more. You'll know what makes your content shareable when you keep showing up. And over time, you are seeing what actually gets shared. Now that you have listened to this episode, I want you to get out there. I want you to find your dream patient. I want you to go find those hashtags, go do your research, put in a little bit of work now, spend the time doing it now so that you can get your account to grow. You can create your content for your dream patient and you, my friend will be on your way to some massive social media success. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn how to turn Instagram into a dependable stream of high quality patients, then make sure to join me live this weekend, October 15th through October 17th for my free masterclass by going to dr. Yazan.com I also linked it in the show notes for you. I'll see you there.